Welcome back to the Team Worth Having podcast. Avoidable work is extra or unnecessary work. So it's any effort or action taken that could have been avoided if it were organized, agreed upon, coordinated, structured, or defined prior. So let's just take the example of finding the right document on the server. You go and you try and find it. The files aren't labeled correctly. The folders aren't labeled correctly. You've got to go into 10 different ones instead of going into one. Then you're not sure what to do. So you ask the person sitting next to you and you say, hey, do you know where this file is? And they're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it. I'll have a look. So then they go and have a look. They can't find it. They're like, hey, maybe you should ask your manager. I'm like, I didn't really want to bother them. But sure, I'll go ask my manager. I go ask the manager, hey, Susie, do you know where this file is? And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it. And then Susie can't find it. And then Susie's like, why don't you ask Sarah? Because Sarah made the original document. Then I go and ask Sarah and I'm like, hey, do you have this document? She's like, yeah, I do. But I'm in a meeting. You're going to have to wait until I get out of it. So I'm like, that's fine I'll wait an hour and then another manager comes up to me he's like you meant to send that thing off ages ago where is it and I'm like it's okay Susie will give it to me any minute now don't worry about it and then finally Susie gets out of a meeting and I can actually find the right file put it in an email and send it off so what should have taken you know 10 seconds in one person ends up taking five people in an hour and a half and even though this is a bit dramatic it's actually super super common especially when it comes to specifically files and folders but um, avoidable work extends way beyond that. It could be that a sales department doesn't properly hand over information. So that the delivery department has to come back and ask more questions. Like you've got to ask yourself, is the company paying multiple people to do the same thing? And it's not just inefficiencies. For example, a staff member called me two days ago and said that she had an argument with her manager and was asking me for advice. And then I come to realize that that manager, because their direct manager isn't managing properly, there's two other managers managing this person So because their direct manager isn't good, these other managers feel they have to jump in. So you've got three people managing one person and this girl now has to go to three different people. So that's not necessarily inefficiency. Like you could chalk it up to inefficiency, but that's not typically what you think of when you hear that word, which is why avoidable work is a necessary term because it extends beyond typical inefficient practices, right? So you can even have people who create avoidable work. You can have people who are like avoidable work creators where you're like, everything I give them just turns into more work. Like they just, they, they make it harder. They double the effort. Um, and so a manager's job or a founder and a manager's job is to minimize and to seek out and to destroy or to prevent avoidable work. And avoidable work is actually the reason why companies can't grow. So I'm sure you you know someone who's grown a business who is complaining at dinner because they're saying, you know, I made more money and had more time at half my size. How can this be? And that's because avoidable work grows as you grow. In fact, it actually multiplies. It, it has exponential growth. Like one little bit of avoidable work here ends up being you add more people, it ends up being much, much bigger. So Avoidable work is the reason why companies have ceilings that they can't grow beyond because they actually are not experts in how to prevent avoidable work. And a lot of that comes from policy, process, organizing, proper hires. There's a lot of different things it comes from. Proper coordination, you know, having a meeting instead of sending 10 emails addressed to 10 different people. It's actually quicker to just have a 15-minute meeting with those people. It can be a lot of different reasons, but eliminating avoidable work is the only way that you will ever grow safely and stably and maintain profit. And... What I've observed is that 30 to 50% of work is avoidable in companies. So 30 to 50% of every effort could have been prevented if it was given to the right person in the first place, if it was filed correctly on the, on the first place, if there was a process, if there was a system, if the software was used. That's quite alarming. 30 to 50%, that's like you've got to think of the cost of that. Like that's 30 to 50% of direct wages. Wasted. Wasted. That's 30 to 50% potential more capacity to produce revenue 
Then you've got other costs. You've got costs like um, interpersonal. So you've got the, the frustration between staff from me having to ask you all the time, where is this file? And you think, gosh, mine is so annoying. Or gosh, mine is just hopeless because she doesn't know what to do. It also has an emotional cost on the person. It's exhausting. I mean, avoidable work is is what makes you go home at night and pull your hair out. And what makes all of this worse is that the only way out of out of avoidable work, the only way to prevent it is to get organized on a lot of different things. I know that's a very broad thing to say. There is actually specialist little areas you must get organized within. But just as a general concept for you to think with, the opposite of avoidable work is being organized and training people. Organized and training, organized and training, organized and training. Now, the problem with that is that we fall into what I call the money burning loop. And it goes like this. You don't have enough time. You don't have enough time to organize. So you tell me, I don't have enough time to organize money. Then you go to the next little phase of this money burning loop. And that is that you increase your avoidable work. And because you increase your avoidable work, you increase your workload. And because you increase your workload, you reduce your free time. And because you reduce your free time, you don't have enough time to organize. Because you don't have enough time to organize, you increase your avoidable work. Because you, you increase your avoidable work, you have less free time. Because you have less free time. And it goes around and around and around and around. And we end up in this money-burning loop where you think you don't have enough time to organize and get this sorted out when, in fact, you you don't have enough time not to. The cost involved in avoidable work is just... I actually did an analysis. We have an avoidable work cost calculator that's actually quite objective. It allows you to assess the true cost of avoidable work. And I averaged it out over the clients that I did an assessment with, and the average is about $2 million. So across the companies that we deal with, the average cost of their avoidable work is $2 million. So when you put it from that perspective, you start to realize that avoidable work is actually a financial matter. It's not some, oh, organizing like processes, policies, and all that bull. It's like, no, no, no. It's a financial endeavor to seek out and prevent avoidable work. So this is something to be aware of as a founder when you're strategizing how you want to structure something, when you're writing policy, when you're writing processes. This is something for managers to be aware of. Their job is to not allow staff to give them avoidable work, is to push back on them and say, I want you to go and sort this out and don't give me a problem. Don't add more work to my plate or anyone else's plate. Um, And it's also something that should be sought out to be prevented when looking at expanding and and scaling a business. 